This is Thursday, May 25th. Have you ever had a demonstration of love that took your breath away? On Sunday, I shared a favorite story that came from an article in the New York Times. It's a heartbreaking love story by a man named Mark Lukash. He tells about his marriage. Mark is married to Julia. And here's what happened. He said two years ago, when Julie and I were 27, and in our third year of marriage, she suffered a psychotic break. She had no history of mental illness, preceding the abrupt arrival of delusions and paranoia. Now, Mark at this time didn't bail on his wife, but instead he chose to love her and to stay with her and to continue to lift her up. The worst part of it all for Mark was Julia's desire to commit suicide. Here's Mark again. The suicide conversations were never fun. They happened over and over. Out of nowhere, Julia would interrupt and say, Mark, if someone kills themselves, do they still get a funeral? Think about that. How do you cope with that? What do you do when your wife is asking you if she can take her own life? He explained, When the suicidal feelings gripped her tightly, her whole body groaned and wailed over the loss of control of mind and feelings. I would hold her, but then I learned all I could do in those moments was to sit there and let it be, so I did. And then the fog would clear, the suicidal impulses would slip back under the surface, and the muted, agreeable Julia would return. Now, as I read the article... I was particularly struck by this moment that Mark described. He said, one time we were biking together. We had had to pull over and sit on the sidewalk for almost two hours while she sobbed and begged me to let her kill herself. I pleaded with her to just hang on through this moment and that it would pass and she would someday, somehow, start to feel again. Are you okay now, honey? pause. Yes. Do you know how proud of you I am and how much I love you? Pause. Yes. Are you ready to get back on the bike and go home? Pause. Yes. Now, when I read this article, it seemed overwhelming. I wanted to hug my wife and thank God that both of us have never experienced anything like this. But what love, what faithfulness, what sacrifice? You need to hear the epilogue of the story. After a year of this, the disease left her as quickly as it had come. Now here's our scripture for today. John chapter 13, verse 2 to 4. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper, he laid aside his outer garments, and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Now, as we look at an astounding love, John tells us in his gospel a number of things to help us understand what is happening. First, he he says, Jesus knows his ministry is coming to an end. The cross is before him, yet here we learn about the love of Jesus. Even at this point, Jesus is focused on his disciples, on serving and loving them. 
And second, we are reminded of who is there. Among the disciples, and still among the twelve, is Judas. Judas had been plotting evil against Jesus. Yet Jesus had been serving and loving him all along. And yes, Jesus washed the feet of his betrayer. Yet there is no indication that Jesus treats him in any way different from the others. Jesus loves the one who is set out to destroy him. And also there is Peter, the disciple that denied Jesus three times. All the disciples but one, that's John, will flee when Jesus goes to the cross. When the time comes, they won't stand with Jesus, seek to protect or defend him. They will run and hide. At this moment, John tells us about Jesus washing their feet. Think about the times we've denied Jesus and failed Jesus. The times we've forgotten Jesus. In times like this, especially like this, we remember that Jesus loves us to the end. Jesus' love is not in the least way lessened by our actions or by our inactions, by our success or failure, by our faithfulness or our unfaithfulness. I try to imagine this scene as the disciples are present and they see Jesus arise and do what none of them would do, to wash their feet. One of the disciples could have greeted them all at the door and washed everyone's feet. But no, this is not something a Jewish man would ever do. The task was reserved for the lowest slave. Now we looked at the story of Mark Lukash and how he stayed with Julia when she was suicidal and when he didn't know if she would ever get better. We expect spouses to love. This is what spouses are in for when they commit to love in sickness and in health till death do us part. But the love of Jesus, it goes far beyond that. Foot washing helps prepare us for what is coming. And what is coming is the cross. Jesus will do the unspeakable out of love for us. And indeed, he's loved us to the end. Let's pray. God of all grace, enable us to understand the love that is beyond us so that we might be able to live the life that is before us, trusting that Jesus will guide us and sustain us. We pray in his name. Amen.